0: To be continued, to be continued a fanboy podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can also catch us on the various platforms such as iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and our newly minted YouTube channel. That's to be continued a fanboypodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm getting to that! Please remember to like and subscribe, and as always, a five-star rating is appreciated. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that. But we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. And now we return to part two of our conversation. Meanwhile, at Pancake Studios... Uh, Next on the Hit Parade is Loki with Tom Hiddleston, another Disney plus. I'm I'm Loki. I'm Loki. And um, I'm I'm very honored to be back here. I'm Tom Hiddleston. It's wonderful to be here at Comic-Con, but I can't really tell you anything about my show. And that's basically what it was. There was almost not a lot that we could tell. I'm Tom Hiddleston. And I'm going to. We know that this will take place again after Endgame. This will be this alternate reality Loki. We've seen some concept art. He's got the Cosmic Cube he's got the cosmic cube. We've seen some concept art that apparently shows Loki in like Times Square in the 70s cuz mm-hmm. like you see jaws and other things posters that definitely market as like 1975, 1976. Um, but can I say, you know, I like I re I rewatched
1: um uh Endgame and there is no epilogue of should we address what what wh- where Loki is. No. You know, it's just like uh Everything's fine and dandy, you know. Uh we we have a funeral for uh for 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 Tony. Cap has moved on.
0: Well, and no again, one
1: says, you know, not even Thor. It's like, well, you know.
0: You well, know, well uh, who would, Queen, no wait, you're, wait, wait, you're wait. Ed, Ed, who would be aware of that? Who are the two characters who would be aware of that? Though? Uh Tony? You get the there's only Ant-Man, Tony and Steve. <laughs> and Hulk. No, not really. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is that Ant-Man. Totes. Ant-Man, and let's be honest, they've kind of written Scott to be a bit of a moron. So <laughs> I'm not sure he would bring up like, like, oh yeah, there's this whole alternate universe now where Loki's running around with the cosmic cube. Maybe that's something we should look into. No, I, mean, um, I have to feed whole w- moron, know The
1: moron w- argument, but, though.
0: I add, uh, again,
1: he's you, a he's a very intelligent moron with a heart, of, uh, with, with, with like, yeah, a lovable he- one.
0: You you still mentioned the word moron, Ed. He's an engineer.
1: <laughs> He's an engineer. You
0: still mentioned the word He's moron when white. you said you said you said lovable moron.
1: I only say moron because he goes quantum leap, and then he says uh, what's Wait, the so other? So Back to the Future is bullshit. Yeah, but uh, he mentioned one movie that had nothing to do with time travel. <laughs> right.
0: Anyway, I'm wondering what they're gonna do in terms of like Loki had hasn't gone through his. Cause it's not gonna be the mainstream Loki. Or will that link up eventually to that? I don't know. There are a billion ways you could play this. I hope they play it very straight because there is something MCU Loki is much more sympathetic, and in my opinion, a much more interesting character. Yeah. Than comic book Loki. And especially Tom Hiddleston. I'll, you know, I'll watch that guy piss into a cup. So That can be arranged. That can yeah. be arranged, my friend. <laughs> but um <laughs> um uh next on the hit parade uh would be uh is it uh Hawkeye? Uh what if? <laughs> okay, yeah, what if Jeffrey Wright as the watcher, John basically they're going to do a there was this there's a very famous series uh Gosh, from from Jeffrey Marvel. Right is a watcher. It's insane what it's... they're doing with Marvel. They they're just game print money. So there's a there was a series uh, in Marvel called What If? And basically what if was these quote unquote imaginary out of continuity stories where they said, here are these important hinge points or important ideas or concepts from our Marvel Comics, you know, stories. And we're just gonna say, Well, what if we switched up this for this? What if this happened instead of this? What, what if, if what if Cap died? What if What if Captain America was only instead of being found by the Avengers mm-hmm. and leading them for 10 years, was was found today, whatever today is, you know what I mean? Rather than like, you know. As it was in the comic book history, or what you know, what if, um, what if Spidey joined the Fantastic Four? For, what like if, that, yeah. uh, what if Rick Jones became the Hulk? Yes, very the, more, the very, very big right. What if, um, is there a Rick Jones in this? Yeah, oh, don't yeah, don't get me started. Um, so Jeffrey Wright. Then this was always a series where they used the Watcher from the Fantastic Four stories as the sort of like narrator as the host. And he'd be like, "Ah, there are many versions of your universe and I'm going to let you know this one is what if? And they have a certain list of these things. And here's the thing, this is going to be an animated series. Now, there have been many animated productions from Marvel and DC over the years. Here's the thing, Kevin Feige is announcing this. This is a Marvel Studios production. This is not pawed off on some, this isn't some redheaded stepchild. And they are bringing back almost, Almost all of the people who voiced, um, who played those characters live action, will be voicing them in this animated show. So Steve Rogers will be Chris Evans, Iron Man (laughs) will be Robert Downey Jr. You know this is pretty big. And Jeffrey Wright is the overall host. Um, So I think the first story is going to be what if Peggy? What if Peggy Carter had gotten the Super Soldier Serum, or like what if Peggy Carter had been Captain America? And then on and on those sort of like stories, and it will be based off the MCU. And I think a lot of it will be based off of either leading up to or aftermaths of like Endgame. Now you mentioned that Jeffrey
1: Wright, Jeffrey Wright of um, already in Westworld, um, uh, he's uh, House of Cards. Is he a House of Cards? No, no he's not a House of oh, Cards. Okay. Uh, no. And so you said he's going to be hosting it, so it becomes sort of like a he's this. V- the MCU's Rod Serling. Rod basically, Sterling, that's basically. Right, basically yeah. But will he look like the Watcher? Say, the MCU <laughs> Watu's uh, watcher.
0: <laughs> watcher. <laughs> did I did am right. Did the Punisher become the new Captain America? You're wrong. If that's what you thought. It never happened. This one was the creation of the writers. But <laughs> <laughs> this was a creation of Jim Starling. It was all the creation of the writers. <laughs> yes, he could not be the host of the. Anyway. Um, uh, next on the list, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. No, we'll, now, we'll, we'll hit the big one last. Uh, I think there are two big ones, honestly. Uh, okay, two big ones. There are two big right. ones, okay. So we have um, not a lot of the OG Avengers... Um, left <laughs> left right although again, we will get to how you know again mm-hmm. one of the big ones is still an OG Revenger but Jeremy like in terms Renner. of in terms of of coming into comic-con this year's rdj was oddly enough Jeremy Renner who got like treated like a returning conquering King for some reason <laughs> when he came in there and it's funny because you know John what's your opinion of Hawkeye as a character? In the in the Marvel movies, like you can take him or leave him, right? Yeah, it's- Not me. <laughs> yes, Not because me because you and I, however, you don't like
1: one of my no. favorite
0: characters of all time. I would die for Clint Barton. Jeff. Oh my god! Clint Barton is one of the greatest Marvel characters of all time, and Renner could have been a blockbuster. Clint Barton the writing did not support really how big that character and important and no, awesome well, look, and cool. No, well, look, I mean, it's not like he's I'm not saying sliding, that he was right. bad. Mm-hmm. I think, I like I like Renner mm-hmm. and but more he, or less, but, Hawkeye, but he didn't really get thing meaty or anything to do or any real focus, okay? He, he appears- served, he, he served
1: a, a specific purpose. In, yeah, in, but, but, but in, okay. in Joss Whedon's eyes, right? You know, like he's the commentary to- I'm the guy, you know, like there's killer robots out there and I'm the guy with a bow. Yeah, but that's
0: that's only in that's that's the second Avengers film. This is my point is that he he's introduced in Thor mm-hmm. in this like blink and you'll miss it thing. Mm-hmm. He's in Avengers but he's mostly mind controlled for most of that and he doesn't really have a lot of lines Ooh. or personality. He doesn't have a lot of personality. In the first Avengers movie, I think I think the they do some cool stuff. His his bow and arrow stuff in the first Avengers movie is pure. That's who Hawkeye is. That's why he is an Avenger because he can pull that shit off. That they got right, but his character is not even close. Well, I think I think the is is
1: rewritten a bit, meaning like you know they wrote him to be very um uh, very mysterious, like very. Shadowy, he's much more. He's very much more tacit, taciturn. Very, very, right, he's very, very taciturn. Whereas and I think I think that works too, because
0: you know, what do you expect a guy who let can me put it this way in the shadows in the in the comics, Clint Barton is as a character is a guy who should be able to go toe to toe with quips and, and 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 snark with Spidey yeah. and let's say RDJ's yeah. Tony Stark, and he's also the guy that always brings up the contrarian point of view. Mm-hmm. Almost reflexively, he's even in the comics. They've had the character go, "I don't know why I do that. It's just what." I, like he's even said, like, like he'll like say it, and afterwards he goes, "Like, why did I say that? I I know Captain America's right. Why am I making a big deal about this? They're what we have sprinkles. to do?"
1: Like there are little sprinkles that he, when they do do that, it's like you know, uh, he's he's pointing an arrow at Quicksilver who just who just shot off, and he's like. No one would know. No one would know. Yeah, there
0: are bits in the MCU, but the comic book version... Also, this is the other thing, John. In the comics, if you want to know who is the most dedicated Avenger of them all, it ain't one of the big three. It's not Cap, it's not Iron Man, and it's not Thor. It is Clint mother-effing Barton. That guy... As his history in the comics goes, is a guy. He was an orphan. He was circus raised. Guy. He was raised in a circus, so that's his whole thing. He's not a black ops thing or like they have in the MCU. It's that he was raised in a circus and like a traveling carnival, and he learned. He picked up all of the things that you would do. He, you know, acrobatics, sleight of hand. You know how to break your bonds, Houdini style, high wire walking. But of course, his thing was he concentrated on trick shot artistry and then kind of parlayed that into a superhero identity. But the thing is he's an orphan. He doesn't have any family and when he finds the Avengers and is brought in as an Avenger, that's it. That's his family. And he will do anything for that family. Kill if necessary to keep it together, to protect it. He is he is the most dedicated Avenger in my opinion. That hasn't come through in the comic in, in the movies. His sense of humor hasn't come through in the movies. And he doesn't really get any like, oh, here's the what the character's about until really Infinity War. No, no, I'm still Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's he's not even kind of Hawkeye at that point. They they give all that they, they, meat they to Ronan,
1: and it's all tragedy. They give him a, they give him a family, you know, because again, he's the the sort of the the again the commentary. Well, you know, this is what happens when an ordinary when, guy An ordinary has, guy joins a superhero group. And, you know, well, has to try and
0: make it in this crazy world. Right. And there
1: are specific reasons why. Space gods
0: and everything you know? else.
1: So, um, and he's, uh, and I I need to quote like what him and his wife, that discussion is like the, like you don't need them like, you know, but they need you, you know, and that's, and I think that goes, that goes a long way because only Clint can see certain things. He's Hawkeye that no yeah, one no, else. That's sees.
0: the other thing is that's part of the characterization of, you know, the, the, the target, his yeah. his clarity of thought. Mm. There are some cut scenes from the first Avengers film that has him when he, even under mind controlled, where you get a sense of his. I hate that the stuff was cut because, like I said,
1: mm. I, I from, from the weed from the from the
0: film. first from the first mm. one where he's talking to Loki, and where we get you know remember how did Loki pull off his stuff? He had taken over the Shield agents, so he was able to get information from them. And one of the ones is, is Barton. And he starts talking to Barton. And it was it was interesting. It's like, you admire Fury. He says, I admire his clarity of vision. He always finds his target. Like mm-hmm. it was like he's speaking in this, mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. way of this man who that's what it's all about. Um, and apparently this Disney Plus streaming show is going to do two things. It's going to introduce Kate Bishop. So it will be about, on some level, him training a replacement hawkeye. Or I, re- a- I read
1: the Matt Fraction pick it up you guys it's is, is really it's a really good read it's a very indie take on mainstream comic books right you know and here you have and a great take on legacy yeah because you have the original hawkeye
0: along with the young avengers mm. hawkeye yeah uh basically uh, uh, this girl who takes up the mantle mm. and that surprisingly for a guy as curmudgeonly as he can be as Clint Barton mm. Clint has totally embraces her as his protégé yeah. As I'm gonna make you, Hawkeye, and I'm gonna make you hopefully better than me.
1: And I hope, like, I don't know whether, like, because in Endgame they, you know, we saw him giving his daughter right archery yeah. lessons, but I, I hope that they don't go that route. You know, it doesn't seem natural to me. Like, why would you put your daughter own daughter
0: game? under under uh, unless, of course, it's one of unless reasons.
1: unless it does happen. Then all right, fine. You know, I'm sure they'll 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 knock find it out some the way park. to
0: make it work. Um, and also Feige has also said that this we were talking about this before. I said, well, what do you do with the series? I said, you better get into those years where he was just offing Yakuza's and cartel guys. Mm. You better talk about the Ronin period Mm. where he was basically the Punisher with a bow and arrow and a sword. And he said, nope, we're going to get into it. And I think that would be an interesting thing. I think you make a lot of enemies when you do something like that. And I don't think in this world we've seen that you know, I don't think that there are a lot of great firewalls at SHIELD. Let's just put it that way. Someone can find out who he is and go gunning for him and his family.
1: Now I was hoping we'd we'd hold off Black Widow to the end, but I think it's natural and it, it works well if we go into Black Widow because um now, yeah, Black Widow, that's no surprise. Scarlett Johansson gets her own movie. Um, a lot of us were like, oh, are they gonna get into the whole Budapest?
0: Right, you know, Hawkeye. Uh, uh bring up uh, bring, bring bring that up on your Wikipedia so we have the information for the mm-hmm. cast and the uh, uh, the director and whatnot. But yes, uh, Hawkeye in in the MCU is important to Black Widow. And actually, that's a gloss on the comics. Not exactly in the comics the idea was Black Widow was a KGB agent and she kind of suckers Hawkeye into a supervillain lifestyle. That's kind of how he's introduced first as a as a guy taking on Iron Man and there is a romantic tension Kind of deal there, where she kind of has him wrapped around her finger, and then he gets, you know, he gets redemption and becomes a a superhero and a member of the Avengers. Well, we know that she gets redemption. Yeah, we know that Natasha was
1: she was in a situation, and and Barton was there to 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 really,
0: I think, show mercy. I think that is one of the things that he says that that's in in the first Avengers films that like. He chose to give her a new he chose not to pull the trigger or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I hope that's in this I hope that's in this Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. I w- honestly won't be surprised if it's not, because I think we would have heard about Renner being in it.
1: I'll tell you what's not in this movie. What? David Harbour's Magna mustache. Even though David Harbour's No, he has in a full he
0: has a no, he has a full beard though. Yeah, because he's uh, but he's well let's rent, go go rent down rent. the list of who is the director All
1: right. uh Black Widow, um directed by Kate shortland mm-hmm okay and uh, she's uh, what has she done she's done um, some some moves like lore somersault Berlin syndrome right and once um, again, again like another you said,
0: one of these somewhat unknown to the to the mass audience you know not known quantities um, we've already seen some of the like the location scooting that, the shooting they've got all over the world mm-hmm. up to up to an including a, a reveal of who the bad guy is or at least one of the bad guys taskmaster uh, I'm not <coughs> Yes, me and, all right, John, Taskmaster is, is this character from the comic books that is kind of, I, I would put him in this weird category, in the same sort of character as Deathstroke.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say me, but. Okay.
0: No, no. As uh, uh, a s as same category as, as Deathstroke in that yeah. he's always been like, oh, that's a cool idea. He's fought almost everybody, but he's never to the mainstream. No he has the ability really to it.
1: copy you. In all manner. All your physical all physical, uh, physical
0: abilities. Mm-hmm. And physical, what I mean is that like it's not like rogue or anything. He's not able to like copy a your heat vision powers or your super strength. We're talking about purely physical human abilities. So your fighting style, he can completely copy. It. I don't know. I, I doubt you've
1: gotten to this part in, in the Spider-Man game. But uh, Spider-Man does fight Taskmaster eventually at some point. Where Taskmaster can even copy the moves of Spider-Man.
0: He has a what they calls a photoreflective memory or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything he sees, he can copy the the the, uh, uh, the physicality of if he's capable of doing it himself. And he keeps himself in perfect shape and everything else, so he can pretty much do it all. That now, includes like Hawkeye's Hawkeye's ability to be a perfect shot. Captain America's ability to throw and wield the shield. If you are a master swordsman and he sees how you fight. He can match all of those moves, and that
1: is a Silver Age image of uh, that we remember. Taskmaster—he's a guy with the with the hood, with a cape, white
0: hood, a shield, the shield, sword, the sword, and the bows and arrows, the guns. And He's it's got- very interesting how they introduced him because how did they introduce him, Ed? The Avengers are, and it's a great way to like, oh yeah, that explains a lot.
1: <laughs>
0: Basically, they come across this school for henchmen. Like you always go, like, where do these bad guys get all of these like mooks to fight off the good guys? You know, you know, one
1: on one, like, you know, like, yeah, it's like I need to like, you know, henchman,
0: take him, and you find out, Taskmaster is the guy that trains them all, because he's he's studied all these different styles, but he's also studied all of the superheroes, and he's like, okay, you know, when you does Captain America does his lead like this, and he always shakes his shoulder or something like, he has that all down in in his memory. Um... And it's a, he's an interesting character. Eventually, he was mysterious for a long time. Eventually, they came up with the idea that he's a guy who was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who takes a variant of the super soldier serum, right? And because this photoreflective memory thing he's got is about memory on top of just not only his 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 body, the thing is he's losing his long-term memory. Yes, yes, right. The more he uses his power, the less he remembers who he really is. Mm-hmm. He's a guy named <clears throat>, Tony Masters, Taskmaster. <laughs> anyway, now here's no. the deal. Tony keeps forgetting who he really is. And he has a handler, this woman. The woman is his wife, who is also a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And in fact, even though Taskmaster is always brought in by these other supervillains. For the longest time, he was just a regular old supervillain. He's always brought, he's a mercenary for hire. He does all this job. In fact, Taskmaster is working for S.H.I.E.L.D. He doesn't know it. He will go back to his handler who helps him to, and it's it's all tragic because, of course, she's. this is her husband. She loves him, but she's keeping him in the field to get the intel on all the supervillains. Meanwhile, He's really a, should be a good guy and he's fighting the good guys all the time, trying to kill them. This this,
1: already, this sounds like, um, uh, Matt Damon's, um, uh, but yeah, the born identity stuff, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And furthermore, we're involving, um, I mean, are we going to, obviously it's not a cold war, Soviet story or somehow they'll somehow fit that in. Here's the casting. David Harbour as Red Guardian Alexei Shostakov. Right? You know? Yes. Um a man whom he a man whom has complicated feelings about Captain America. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Of course as Rachel the, Weiss, Academy Award winning actress, uh, as Rachel the Weiss.
0: as the Iron Maiden. Um Florida Florida Pooh. Po. Who will be Yelena Bolova? Um, All these names mean nothing to John. Let me explain who these people, these who these people and these characters.
1: Like but again, like, you know, again, like she's Russian, and yet we've never seen anything Russian about her aside from the one time she says,
0: She talks, you think I'm pretty? Yes, in, in Avengers.
1: Well, she also she, she says, like, you know, Bushmoy, you know, like that's yes, the Bosh one, one yeah, time exactly. that we see her.
0: Boshka. Boshka. Well, you know, she's a product, the, the Black Widow is a product of a project called The Red Room. Um, she's not the only Black Widow, there have been others over the years. They have introduced that concept in the Peggy Carter series, actually. Yes, and, yes, yes. And um you know, it's interesting David Harbour's character Red Guardian is basically Russia's answer to Captain America. Now, whether Harbour is playing him as an older man who has already been through these years, whether he's um uh, I would have to assume that Red Guardian would have to be someone who's from the 1950s. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, it would be if th- they're got a super soldier variant, maybe it's slowed mm. down as aging. I don't know. Um, it's, but it's I, I, in suits. <laughs> yeah, p- pretty much. And now the thing is, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't she married to Red Guardian in the comics? Ooh. I want to say she was married to Red Guardian but I could be wrong. Anyway, that brings up a whole thing of the Soviet super soldiers. There's a... there's a, 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 Their answer to the Avengers, yada, yada, yada. I think it's going to turn out to be that that's, her tra- that's the man who trained her as part of the Red Room and part of the Black Widow service. Uh, Iron Maiden is another one of her like mentor characters. And in fact, the other character, Yelena Belova, is a character who took up the Black Widow mantle for a period of time in the comics. So... What I hope is this. If this is going to be a prequel series story, I hope that it sets up some things that, like, I don't want people to just say, ah, oh, you can just skip the Black Widow movie. You don't need to see it. I hope that the plot is about something that carries over through the rest of the Marvel Universe. And I also hope that we see something we don't normally see. And that is, we don't have a lot of movies with female to female mentorship there's not a lot of movies about heroes or even regular people how often john how, how many times do you see a, a movie about a woman molding and shaping a younger woman to be who she is in a in a way that we is reminiscent of let's say the karate kid or yoda or something yeah, that like that movie, uh, the green mile i have i don't even know the worst monkey wrench ever because even you don't know what the yeah, connection is. Sorry, I even you don't know what that is. But like but no, but you I'm right, right? You don't really have a lot of these movies where you have like an a, an older woman, you know, molding shit. It's certainly not in like heroic like, you know, action adventure type movies. So that's what I'm hoping this is. I'm hoping that it's one of those like here we go, here's Natasha's legacy in the Marvel universe going forward and maybe this this person is the legacy. A uh, new Black Widow, and she'll be peppered throughout, you know, the rest of the mm-hmm. the, the MCU and stuff. Which I, you know, like
1: uh, personally, I for me, having it end in Budapest, because Budapest was just one of those things that was just kept mentioning over and over. Yeah, you uh, got to pay that off. You got to pay that off, right? You know, at what point does 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 Clint come in? And um, because they have such a they be they begun they begin to have a really strong bond.
0: Which also brings up is there a possibility that this links up to the hawkeye series mm, in yeah, yeah. some fashion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether it comes cuz this it'll actually be coming out before the hawkeye show
1: mm. now do we know if uh, scar scarlet joe's sign up for one or two of these no i think this finishes, finishes this is finishes, finishes, her, this finishes really? her out oh, that yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be a shame unless it makes a billion dollars
0: i think then even like... then she's you what are you going to do with the character they've they gave her an ending mm. Yes, it's comic book stuff. They could could they bring her back? Yes, not but not a great ending. But. They didn't give her. They gave it one where it's like we covered our bases for the outs, mm. so we're not even sure how you would do that without yeah. like, yeah. You could do the aven- the young adventures of Black Widow. Right, but then you kind of would need another actress. But I like the fact
1: that like what you said, um, and that we already know as comic book readers, there are there have been many Black Widows. I put this way, I remember having two black widows on the defenders at one point, right? Was there was there? They were I thought there were two black widows. Well, there was
0: point. definitely a period where where Yelena and her were running around kind of sort of at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole thing where for a while because of the scrolls uh, Natasha was pre- like, was pretending to be Elena who was dead. Mm. And then, you know, it was like, it's, it's complicated nonsense, John. Complicated
1: nonsense. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, um, uh, Natasha's role basically, she filled up Jan, uh, Jan Van Dyne's role in the MC.
0: I, no, no, not in the least. You not in the so? least. I don't think so. It's a completely different characterization of who she is. Well, what I know, meant not was that Jan, Van she was the girl parking. of the team.
1: You know, I don't know if you call because, that a role <laughs> because that's Black like, Widow, because because Natasha, if anything, she
0: was far beyond Natasha that. She wasn't just the girl. The, well, that's what I'm saying. Natasha she the wrote a MCU, lot more to the table than just like oh. Natasha
1: of the MCU. She ends up running the show. And by, by the time we get to the being years, again, right? she,
0: if anything, what you want to say is she, what I said about Clint Barton from the comics. She was kind of like almost filled that role of dedicated Avenger mm. of I will die for this cause. Yeah, and yeah. Which she literally does. Now, now, getting. Now we get to the another OG Avenger. This was the thing where you sent me a text and I was like, okay, Kevin Feige, balls, brass balls, <laughs> really huge balls. Um, And also kind of like unexpected because people were thinking, oh, they were going to do trilogies for their big characters. And it turns out, nope, quadralogies. Thor is coming back. Tycho Waititi is returning, the well, man who brought us. Not as a guy, a-
1: not as a dude.
0: Well, no, we're getting well. two Thors for the price <laughs> of one, because he they he brings out Taika Waititi there mm. on uh, you know in Hall H. Gives he brings Molnir out he too. brings out Chris Hemsworth. Uh-huh. He brings out Tessa Thompson, and then it's like, well, what is this story going to be? And Waititi says, I'm basing it on the recent Mighty Thor, you know, story from the comics, which, by the way. Mm. Apparently, Waititi has been frothing at the mouth to do this. He kept talking about this <laughs> while filming Ragnarok, so this is not just out of the blue. I love the
1: fact that he's so into the material. You know, I love, I love that. I mean, that that's the passion, the level of passion that he's. Well, got. I think he's just
0: smart. You find what yeah. can, you know, what can work, and they announced like, okay, we're gonna bring back, we're gonna give you the Jane female Foster, Thor.
1: She's Jane Foster. She was a, she was a, she was an old flame.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the youth, and uh, they bring back <laughs> Natalie Portman and hand her Mjolnir the hammer there at Hall H, mm-hmm. and here we go. Uh, we're getting the female Thor now. John, I have to
1: say that, like balls, it's balls because Brass like, balls. You know Portman. I've you. I don't know about you, but I've been like you know. Yeah, she's been kind of like um, uh, she's had a very um, hit and miss career. Hit and miss career. Going back to Star Wars. Um, very overrated, but I uh, I really
0: have that feeling about Natalie Portman. No offense to her or her fans, but I always have this thing where I go when she is engaged. Yes, she can be an interesting, even compelling figure on the screen. But when she phones it in, man, does she phone it in? It just kind of literally did that. And by the way, you only saw her like get out of bed. and, 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 and And by the way, I will just say, I don't actually think she phoned it in in the first Thor film. Second, yes. First, I'm not saying it was a super deep characterization. I'm not saying it was an Academy Award-winning, you know, written character. But I thought it was good enough. It, it 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 filled what that character should be and gave the spark of what It's just. They fumbled everything that came afterwards. Uh, all their plans for that. Well, I have to. Character have and for Thor, but we're not going to get. I that. know, I know, but I think that they fumbled like where they were going to go, the love triangle with Sif, Jamie Alexander, all right. that. Everything was against them doing anything with her. Mm, And now suddenly it's like, we're bringing her back. And now in the comics, this is actually, they're at a similar point with Thor. Uh, Whereas Jane Jane in the comics, yeah, in the comics, Jane and Thor have been an on and off thing. Sometimes she's been a supporting character and a love and, 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 you know, and um, a love interest. Sometimes she just disappears. We don't know what's going Mm -hmm. on in her life. It's just whatever. And, this period of this story that they did a few years ago, which was very controversial because a lot of fanboys pissed and moaned and whined. What are you doing to Thor? You're masculating Thor. This is just SGW nonsense. Blah, 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 blah. Thor finds out that Jane Foster, his longtime, this mortal woman that he loved, has cancer and is dying of cancer. Through the course of the story, she gets her hands on Mjolnir. During a period where Thor now, is not worthy to lift yeah. it, and this is and this she can.
1: He's what he's a very uh, interesting part about that story. Thor becomes unworthy because of something Nick Fury whispers in his ear, and uh, do we ever know what he whispers? And I,
0: I, it's too convoluted. There's a character called the God Butcher. Fury tells him the God Butcher was right. Yada yada yada. Mm. It's all about the worthiness of gods mm. and Thor tends to because he fought this character the god butcher yeah. he goes yes you're right the gods are unworthy all the various couldn't things. pay and then on the moon not able to pick up mjolnir somehow again she gets her hands on it and she be, she gets the power floor the same way you saw captain america wield mjolnir mm-hmm. now this is the thing she transforms into thor has all his strengths powers and abilities here's the downside yes she's perfectly healthy Here's the problem. Because chemotherapy is actually unhealthy, it's attacks, it kills the cancer, but it kills you too, remember. When she heals herself using the transformation, when she transforms back, the transformation cleanses her body of the chemotherapy. So she starts to start off all over again each time she transforms back to a human being. So she's actually never getting the chemotherapy treatment. The more she uses this power, but she's forced to because she feels I'm the one who's worthy of the yeah, of the right. hammer right now, and I'm the only one who can do the things that Thor can do. So each time she uses the hammer, her cancer gets her even cancer worse. gets worse. Mm-hmm. This is heavy shit, okay? And this is why I'm very trepidatious about this. Tyke is handling this, and as much as enthusiasm as he's shown for it.
1: It's killing off Nellie Portman.
0: Is All this right. <laughs> the, the guy that did Ragnarok? Do I trust him to give this material the weight it deserves? Will he just excise that part? Does he just want to do the funny haha's of of, of like some, you know, where are we going to go? You're handing Taika fat Thor.
1: Yeah, yeah but nuclear think, codes. But I you're handing
0: him Fat Thor too. That's the other thing. It's like, is he just gonna continue on with that? Well, look, look, and there I, are all think, sorts I, of th- other questions. I, here's where does Mjolnir come from? Because Cap returned that the uh, the alternate universe hammer. Taika timer. is, um, I it think, get remade
1: for the pop for in the popular um, the pop cultural sense. Taika is known as a comedic filmmaker, right? You know, but I think that's just a reduction of what he who no, he really is. what he can really do
0: surprisingly touching and material. He, well, it's
1: not just that, but he's a very in, in, intellectual one. I mean, the one that's uh, sort of picking up some buzz that's not being released yet is a satire on, 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 on a Nazi Germany JoJo called Rabbit. Jojo yeah. Rabbit, right? Which means that he's able to tackle really serious. Well, again, themes, we'll have to see, but at the same
0: time, but even you think hunt for the wilder people mm-hmm. or even what we do in shadows. That's not the whole subplot of the vampire <laughs> and like his, his old <laughs> flame. And like, he really frames that and does that in a way where you're like, I really feel bad for this guy that, you know, this the one that got away and she's old now, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So but, yeah, there, but, no but, but the that- problem, no, there is doubt in my mind, because again, all of the dramatic weight of, you know, Ragnarok. But again, that's a reduction.
1: I, I believe, I think that's a reduction for because people say that when Tyke is behind the camera, it's like, oh, it's it, we're going to just improv most of the material rather than just stick to the script.
0: Right. Um. And I'm not, I, I, I don't, I'm just saying, Ed, again, do you feel there was a lot of dramatic weight to Ragnarok? Again, that's, I'm. I, I'm Up or down question, was there a lot of dramatic weight to what should have been dramatic in it? Mm-hmm. Did you, feel Are anything you saying ab- that
1: Taika can't, can't, can't I'm, direct drama? I'm not drama. saying that
0: he can't. I'm just saying, will he? Because our, our previous mm-hmm. you know handling yeah. of stuff like the death of Odin, if you the have destruction cancer, of Asgard. Yeah,
1: there's not going to be a, like, you know, oh, Jane. I,
0: you know. Does he even include that? Because yeah, he doesn't want to, you know, oh, I just want to have fun with the female Thor. You know, that's too heavy. That's another thing. Like, you know, Thor is out in space with the Guardians. And um, this so will take point- place before the next Guardians film, mm-hmm, by the yeah, way. Yeah. That's another thing. So, where are we with Thor? Mm. What are we gonna do? New Asgard, that whole thing, you know. And then there's the title, "Love and Thunder." Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder. What is that even? This is. See what I mean? Love and Thunder. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like necessarily a comedy. No, it's got a. There's a cheekiness to that. There is a cheekiness, you know, right down to the heavy metal magazine font they're using, you know, for the title. Uh, if you've seen the screenshot, well, for look, that. I mean, it's um,
1: you, you hand Portman the hammer, and
0: uh, like, like is she done after this I, again? It's oh, yeah, it's I, think, like, I, I think I think this is a one and done deal. I think, it's but a one if it makes deal. like a billion dollars, even if, if this makes a million dollars, I don't think Natalie Portman and then, comes back. I don't think they're replacing Hemsworth as Thor. Yeah. I think that Hemsworth has shown number one. He can't open outside of the Marvel Universe. Unfortunately, his track record has not been great. People like this guy; they want to like his movies outside of Thor. He just hasn't made one that has resonated with him, and he knows his career is at this point dependent on keeping his visibility Mm -hmm. through Marvel, through the MCU. So, meanwhile, any fan out there who's like, "Oh, they're gonna replace Thor with a chick," and I don't like, like, calm yourself. Chris Hemsworth will be showing off his giant muscular frame for many years to come and a cgi pot belly. And well, a CGI you know, pot belly. yeah there, i do wonder there, what their there is do with that.
1: there is a an exit door in the works for hemsworth right but meanwhile you and i go there's a whole bunch of other stories that they haven't even touched of the brave how many times have i said this you know where
0: we, where did Baldur you the know? brave better a bill you know um it's funny but you have the celestials that was a mm, big yeah, gigantic right. story mm-hmm. from his where do we go Will they, will they, will this be a straight, the MCU very rarely adapts their stories directly. The Jane Foster's Thor story was a giant sprawling Thor story that covered both Jane Foster with her, is empowered, but also Thor, you know, not fighting with his, um, with Mjolnir, but fighting with this axe He already has. There's a question of where you get Mjolnir from. How do you do with all these other characters? Does Loki fit into any of this? Does Loki fit into this? Is there something where the Loki series ties all back to this? I don't know. But I I'm I think that being that it was a controversial story in the comics, being that Portman's was never really embraced by the mass audience in this part. I gotta say, Feige had balls doing this, announcing a fourth installment, this story, bringing Portman, risking the ire of all these things, and again doubling down on the diversity again because you've got the female Thor, Mm. and then announcing straight up, "Hey everybody, Valkyrie is gay," nice, and she is going to find her female companion. In this film, will it be Jane Foster, Thor? I don't know, but balls, yeah, brass balls. Whatever else I want to say, I got, I got to hand it to Kevin Feige. This was this this for me this the was one the one zig where I should have zagged, and I go like, kudos, Kev. I did not see this coming whatsoever. I thought there was going to be a fourth Thor. This never in a million years. Mm. Guardians not even on the slate. No, um, right. uh, because we have one last thing to talk about. Of course, is that uh, even though it's not in the release, is it my turn? No, no, but we, we like, my, not hold on. Time. No, okay. hold on, hold on, Patrick. Uh, I'm in the green room. Okay. A reference um, to my movies, s- room. even though he has already appeared in a Marvel product, mm. Kevin Feige is like, "Oh yeah, I think I blew your mind with female Thor. Guess what?" I was talking to one of my friends i was on the phone the other day <laughs> <laughs> with uh 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 Mahara, oh, how do you how do you pronounce his name uh Mashaha
1: H- masha, uh, now, now i'm now i'm considered like you know um academy award winning actor masha uh,
0: <laughs> mr Ali mr, mr. mr. T- ali M- marshallah uh is like hey kev you doing anything with Blade? Well, you are now. (laughs) We're bringing back Blade into the MCU. I forgot that Blade was uh, Marvel. Most people don't really know that. It's so rated R. Right. Which brings up a very good question. Okay. I think it's perfect casting. Um, They're not going to have Taika. I don't think I'm going to have Taika direct it, no. uh, But here's the question. How do you direct it? is this then Marshala 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 you
1: know what's funny Blade has more of a DC feel
0: to me, you know? see you that's because you only have like the the last few DC movies you keep saying that no he doesn't that's He's not so DC Comics is, is is the uh, complete opposite Marvel's the well, dark angst filled one in the comics
1: last we saw Mahershala Ali he was Cottonmouth he was
0: Cottonmouth <laughs> in Luke Cage. So I don't know how they're going to work that around. Um, but like, okay. Daywalkers. What are we doing? Is that we're going to follow more close to the comics? Because what's funny about the blade that everyone knows the Wesley Snipes blade is that he's actually very different from the comics. They rejiggered that a lot to make it work for Wesley Snipes. So like, um, I don't know, man. Is Blade gonna start? Uh, yeah, plan- like this is. Blade is, gonna be? Blade is, gonna sell? Uh, uh I, correct me if I'm wrong. You know what's messed up? What? It's
1: the first scene of the new movie. Uh, it starts out with a scene with all these papers on his desk, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm I, I'm late filing my taxes." <laughs> um. What? The, now, now this. What? This I heard yesterday. What? This I heard yesterday. That Snipes was so difficult on set.
0: Yeah, no. I sent, a particular you, scene. I sent you. I sent you that. I sent you that one. Okay, they had that, to CGI his eyes in Blade Three <laughs> because he, he didn't would, want to open he them didn't up. didn't want to open them up? Uh. Now, here's the thing. Now, will will he? Will I mean well, if he gets snipes? Ali follow follow through? Yeah, I know. People are always saying snipes his Whistler. I I think you got to cut all ties. You got to establish the MCU Blade as its own thing. Um, MC, uh, you know, Marvel Comics Blade, like I said, is very different. Will we see? jazz saxophone playing blade yes if I'm if I'm oh dear that's his and he's English yeah, that's the, that's the other thing uh, he he you know he grew, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he, right. he he's a he's a, a jazz musician from England half half English um
1: yo man Jefferson Twilight's got issues with this <laughs> Like Jefferson like Twilight doesn't think this blade moves. Yeah, happen. this is
0: what I, is that, That's the other question is will you have, like, will Ali go for a UK accent if they are going with that? <laughs> Shah. <Booyakasha. laughs> do, maybe that's, that's what he says yo, each time he kills a vampire. <laughs> yo, Jefferson
1: Twilight wants to know if this blade only kills Blackulus.
0: Oh, right. No. I thought you only killed African American vampires. No, see? Sometimes they're from France or England. France and England don't have African-Americans. Only Eddie Murphy vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, I kill black vampires, all right? I don't know what the PC term for is that. (laughs) but um, Marshall, uh, perfect. uh, perfect It's a perfect and and, um, I'm very interested to see if this is their way of saying, if we do this, then we can do Daredevil. Then we can do Punisher. Then we can do Moon Knight. And we don't have to water them down. We can do an, I hope this is R-rated. I really hope this is R-rated. I hope this is, I hope that they make this before they get around to Deadpool 3. Or what have you. Um,
1: Jeez, that's going to be,
0: yeah. You know, Ed, I don't think we're going to be able to get into the trailers. Uh, we're. I think we're pressed for time here. So um, we'll wrap this up right now what about uh now, now you're making man. him sound like an abused old man uh, wait i, I was I told sounds
1: that, like i am an abused old man you're not i was told,
0: I was told uh, you would I, talk about my trailer well really quickly <laughs> okay there are a bunch of trailers that came out at comic-con Watchmen. That we get to, you know the witcher dark crystal the uh, witcher you know, uh, The Witcher with Superman. Who, by the way, can... he's he's keeping it Superman. Picard, people. <laughs> the trailer for Picard came out, and that was
1: what—that was day one when I was in, when I was in Toronto. You and I were on the phone past midnight. Hey, hey Ed, I've oh, like, oh I, I've I see got a, you. I've, you're sporting. I've got, I've got a, I've like,
0: got a Picard. Tell to, me. <laughs> What's it's a new life, or well, there it is sitting there. <laughs> Do you?
1: Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you?
0: <laughs> so yeah, he's in. Yeah, he, uh, he he he's in. Uh, I think I sent it to you. What? I think I sent you the the the, the trailer. Oh yeah. no! I I I I I was. Are you sure? Scro-
1: I was like on social media. I'm like, <gasps> it's out. Like, I just got to Toronto. I'm like, it's out. I need to
0: just No, no, stop. no, Ed. I do think I said, dude. Whatever the case is. I think is. I do think this just dropped. And you were like, oh my God. No, why does it to?" You said something like, I'm in the middle of something right now. I'm in the I middle of wait. something where I, I already knew. And I
1: couldn't right. get to it because I was in my yeah. hotel room. But, but whatever the when case we is, finally see it. Goddamn. Goddamn. All right. Uh, uh,
0: just. Seven of nine. It was. Data. I don't, John, you know, you know how me and Ed are silly young girls when it comes to Star Trek, okay? We just are. Have you
1: even seen it? Have you even seen it? Do you want to yeah. watch it now?
0: I can watch it. Pause <laughs> this right now. You're going to watch it now.
1: Press for time Ed- or not. He's going to watch it now. I know because you appreciate Next Gen. Pause. Two. Two. One.
0: Okay, so we're back. Okay. Picard. John John Firefly just John just yeah John just watched the, the 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 Picard trailer uh what did you think uh you know it's nice to see that he's getting some work again you know, because <laughs> <laughs> he's been out of a job for so um, long and
1: you know what like uh, so we saw the return of seven and nine we saw Brent Spiner return as data or is it is it like the one of the before
0: mm-hmm. or
1: um we, we've we've heard that. <laughs> Um, a William T. Riker makes a return along with Deanna Troy. I think they've kind of signed up for it already. We gotcha. We gotcha. Where's Freaks? No chance. John, Jonathan Frakes, you know. Where's Freaks?
0: Well, you see, John, events... This was made up. No, no. Events similar to this <laughs> did occur in the 24th century somewhere in the Alpha Quadrant. Moving on about the milk can that was haunted, (laughs) the haunted, the haunted
1: milk jug. But uh, (laughs) but, uh, so, yeah, I mean, we we get we got to see things that
0: just made made us giddy. And and I'm like, look, we have a lot of reboots and Mm reinterpretations and, you know, sequel stuff coming our way. And I didn't know what to expect. From this show, mm. I really did not know what it was going to be. Was it going to be Picard in retirement? Was it going to be Picard on the front lines again? Where are we going? And to get this trailer, where are we going? Is uh, somehow Nathan Fillion going to be
1: a Klingon? Because okay, all right, it's but Firefly.
0: It, They've it, got a girl. It seems yes, it does seem very Firefly. Yes, it's, it's very um, the ragtag Tag. The, the the the, he, uh, the summer is. It's something very Summer glow ish kind of like here's a central female character to Picard. But it hit all of the things that like all make sense for a Picard series. It's like, well, we're going to get into the Borg. And if we're getting into the Borg, why not bring in Seven of Line? You know, we're going to get into the death of Data and a possibility of his return. Just like, and it all makes, like, again, you go, I was just like, okay, all right. And I was like, shit, the Borg? Yes. And it was like, Seven of Nine, of course. And I'm not even a Seven of Nine fan. (laughs) I highly dislike that character. (laughs) But I'm going like, oh, no shit, that totally tracks. No, that makes sense. And then you see you know, Spiner at the end. And that's a surprise Kuchimaru. because Brent Spiner Please has guide
1: Miguel, but, but no, Brent,
0: Brent Spiner has said many times in the past that he didn't, he, he's he been like, I don't think I was going to return to the mm-hmm. role. He said, data shouldn't age. I've gotten older, heavier, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, I couldn't, you know, there's nothing you could do, but, but we got, we got it's all like, that. You can't we all got all that goddamn de-aging technology. You now. cannot
1: tell a Picard story without, you know, again, a lot of these characters, who have surrounded him for for so many years mm-hmm. um what two decades, and they had like, the enough.
0: longest effect on his character yeah
1: so the, by the way this I think this might also end the Picard versus Kirk um uh, uh, uh you know which one's a better captain because because they're giving Picard uh, um um new life you know and and this is not something where I he's not dead yet guys and he's gonna, gonna be he's
0: legend he's legend. No, no, without a doubt. I think what's interesting is what you just said, is that when we talk about Picard on Next Gen, who is the character closest to him on the shows? Ironically, he did not have a Spock-Kirk connection.
1: Mm.
0: It was not the commanding officer and the first officer as this buddy-buddy thing. No, his closest relationship was the sort of mentorship of Data. Mm Mm-hmm on that show that was more mm-hmm. a father son thing than anything he had with wesley <laughs> all right secondly who is his uh, con yes, who oh, was his spock his, his spock the borg. was data who was his con alice krieg his con was the borg and it's perfect like if that is where they're going and I think it is because I, in my opinion, that girl has something to do with the board, which kind of suggests
1: also season two rolls around. Ching. Oh, John Luke,
0: <laughs> mon capitain. Mon yeah, that is the <laughs> only thing missing, and that's where I go. Well, I'm not seeing any cue. <laughs> Save that shit for season two, if there is a season two. I will say there is a thing I don't like, What's which that? is what you just mentioned. I do not mind the sort of Firefly esque take of, um, this girl Mm. and that sort of stuff, and like, oh, Picard having a key to something, something, or having Picard have to walk work outside of Starfleet, what have you. But I hate the sort of drab, very ultra generic, like.
1: There's nothing uh, new to tell. No, besides. no, no, no. Ultra
0: generic look of like, when you see you're going to need a crew and they're, they're on whatever ship they're on. Mm. And the sort of like weird, like leather and gray brown kind of like, this is what anyone who's this, not in Starfleet- If you're not Starfleet,
1: this is- This is yeah. what you
0: wear? Or like, <laughs> it's just like, kind of like, and it's very drab and it looked a little, it's very generic. What I do like is like- I would rather they had gone for something, at least- it, a little more interesting because it's like suddenly everyone becomes like a D and D like level like uh, a thief. Everyone wears some sort of cloak thing, some sort of <laughs> hood, you know, or some tu- leather tunic thing I, in, with in like words, b- buccaneer uh, boots. Like again, you can wear buccaneer boots in the 25th century. Apparently, in Discovery, uh,
1: you you Discovery, you see that with you know Michelle Yeoh or yeah, sexy, that's sexy, sort of, yeah sexy.
0: that kind of stuff. I always. Wish they did. That's the only, the only thing mm. that made me go, "Oh, we're doing that again!" Like you know, give with all the money you're putting into this, give me something else. Now again, money.
1: We See, all, what, have, what have we, all we always said? What have
0: we always said about Discovery? Is every episode looks and feels like a movie? Mm. Uh, this better movie than the other movies. Like a movie, mm-hmm. um, from Not just every, you know the. <laughs> <laughs> no way no way <laughs> we <Yes>. fooled you <laughs> we f- false. false but um this looks like a film mm-hmm. the 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 scope of it seems like it's very big and it looks Open like it's good of- because
1: it you know when tng goes off the air uh stewart's career continues to peak and it continues right, to yeah. peak and and even more so now. I mean, he's he's God. He's a God. Yeah. Family and God, and you know? and let's
0: be honest. He made that show. I love so many people. I, I love Brent Spiner as Data. I we yeah we loved you know Frakes as 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 Riker. I mean Michael Dorn is wonderful as Worf. That is a great cast. The show's nothing without, without. Patrick Stewart at the center of it. Mm-hmm. He is what made that show limp along until it got great in its third season. Because he, as my mother says, that man comes on screen, your eyes go to him. He speaks, your ears listen. Some He has that quality, and even as an old man now, you look and you go, yes, I will follow this show for this character. Um, I couldn't have been more pleased. Now... Could it turn out to be a stinker? Absolutely. Could, uh, could we end up with more mushroom warp drive nonsense? <laughs> Possibly. And that's why I've said. I, I have come around on discovery. I enjoy a lot of things on that show, but there was a lot of stuff in its first season. Uh, I don't know just what like year this is. What I just is pulled up
1: on. an image of the uh, TV guide. Yeah. That's uh, like Patrick's 80, a, ca- that's like 88, he was 89. a sex symbol at his, uh, 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 of his own time, you know? Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, bald with baldness.
0: Ed, Ed, I want you to put in Patrick Stewart, Sidney um, Crawford, Oberon.
1: Oh yeah, okay, okay.
0: Uh, because he yeah, played. Yeah. Uh, he, he played in a, a, a Midsummer Night's uh, dr- uh, Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream, Look right? That.
1: Look at that right there.
0: No, seriously, pass that to John. Let let <laughs> show him the specimen. <laughs>
1: That, that this is, guy was
0: because I showed that picture recently to my mom actually, and she was like, "Is is that Patrick Stewart?" <laughs> and I said, "Yes." She says, "Oh my god, he he looks like he could play Tarzan there." You know, I, I I wonder
1: like I I watch this trailer. I I'm I'm watching his career, and it doesn't continue to show signs of slowing down. Uh, and I get more excited because of what what the sort of doors that opens up like. Oh my God is he gonna rope his best friend um uh Ian McKellen into this I mean is 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 this what we've come to where a Star Trek with an Ian McKellen you know I mean it, it's just Hugh Jackman are we gonna see Hugh Jackman as oh my like God do you know what I'm saying you you see what I'm getting at it's like it op- I feel like it's opened up a, it's gonna open up a floodgate of things Hugh, Hugh Jackman is Q's
0: brother R. <laughs> and right. he's and he's just really nice. i can do dance i can do dance i can do and dance. he's, do, yeah, he's, know, and, he's and, and he's just a really nice guy he's just a really nice he, guy. he does. just pops in you guys didn't do anything here a beer whatever you know i can just flip it right up for you you're all right you look you, you look you look a little tired you look tired. can i get pity for you all right all right or he's uh hugh jackman is the cute kid that grew up <laughs> whatever man whatever man <laughs> these things write themselves brother these things write themselves so you need you you wanted to get to that before we ended. I agree. It it was just too big for us there not are to- There were other things that we couldn't mention. Yeah, you know, that we like kinda we, we
1: were we we're brush Brandon Routh is is coming back. Here we as go. Superman, the
0: Watchman the, the Watchman TV series. Uh Keanu, maybe, maybe uh, not. Animal I mean, like I said, you know a lot of things came Dark, out of Dark Crystal, The SDCC. Witcher. Uh but um we, we covered the Lion Share, which of course is all the news. Um uh, from Marvel, there was some DC news. We may or may not get to that in a future show. Probably not. Um, the boys. The boys. We probably. I probably should have watched that instead of watching Magnum. <laughs> I know. What are you going to do when you get home? I know. Uh, Miguel, you don't understand, go Ed. You Mag- don't <laughs> understand, Ed. You gotta understand. You see, Magnum's oh, wife.
1: We open with Magnum. He's who in he thought Magnum. was dead doing
0: this. comes back. And gives him the daughter, right? The daughter he didn't know he had, right? So uh she has to go undercover because see, John, she was a uh, oh boy, uh, she was a she was a double agent for the United Sam States Beckett government. Just, just leaped into me. you know, in North Vietnam and at the and time. Sandbagged is watching right? you so, uh, talk about Magnum. See, she's show, married to this Magnum. this North this uh, North Vietnamese general. And she I can't really I don't want to Until to next show. time. But I have to I have to finish that up before I'm not I get Miguel the boys.
1: Velez, but I am Edward Ng. <laughs> and here we are Miguel Velez, as, I'm Miguel Alejandro Velez as
0: always and from Pancake Studios thanking Jonathan Forgar and until next time.
1: To be continued. He's a PIPPIPPIP. He's a podcast He's a Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a Fanboy Podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast. a Fanboy Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.